0: <laughs>
1: it's your favourite time of the week. It's Minnesota of Ghosts of Boyfriends Past Time. Hello everybody.
0: Hello it's uh, ev- uh, everyone. I'm I can't Liz. believe it. I'm so excited oh, that it's yay. Thursday again.
1: It's Thursdays are my favorite day. It's Liz Best
0: and Tom Harris. Hello, and everyone.
1: We're here to answer all of your agony auntie and uncle questions that you have that you've either written into us or occasionally that we've scoured on the web if we haven't had enough people write in this week. That's rarely okay. a problem for us these days, which is really nice. We're That's actually correct. getting a steady flow of questions and even people posting in our Ghost of Boyfriend's Past group therapy group with little questions here and there as well. Yes, that's so. a
0: self-sustaining little environment there. So um, exactly. if you want to... So join in with a uh, with uh, like minded people agonising over love and life, uh, hopping on onto Facebook and join us there.
1: Absolutely, and if you fancy yourself an agony aunt or uncle, like go there to provide the advice. You yes. don't need to be seeking be the help seeking the advice. You can be the trend you want <laughs> to, to, see to see in the, the world, world. Blah blah right. blah. Kumbaya and all that shit. All right. So I've got a question that was written in to us, and I want to ask it. To you, Tom, for your advice.
0: Everyone's ready for my (laughs) advice. Here we go. Okay.
1: I am a secondary partner in an open-turned polyamorous relationship. We're liking the polyamory stuff at the moment. I think people have heard the episode and kind of wanted to... Ask all the questions. Yeah,
0: they're coming out of the woodwork. A we're bit, not uh, experts
1: on this at all, but we'll no, try. No, no, um, no. So, unfortunately, the central couple are having some serious issues together, and my partner is feeling like it's her fault. So, in the polycule that Scott and Amy were chatting about, mm. so there's the central partner are fighting, and then this person is a secondary partner of one of the people yes. in the central couple. Okay. Um, From where I'm sitting, I don't think she's putting enough focus on her primary partner's attitudes and behaviours. My question is, as a secondary partner in this relationship, at what point am I obliged to speak up for her and at what point do I need to step back and let her handle it herself? My place is to support, not to criticise, but sometimes the two aren't mutually exclusive.
0: Indeed. Indeed.
1: That's a it's, it's it's really tough one. And I've been thinking about this one since we got it in. The
0: the energy of the of of the reader that wrote in this question. The energy doesn't feel like I want to steal the per- like it doesn't feel like no, there's no, any No, I feel like so the relationship
1: caring. the way that the relationship functions is is working mm. and I don't think it's a I think it's just a general I'm concerned about this person's feelings and do I have the power to stand up and say something about that?
0: Uh, yes you do. You're a you have the powers of You're a human. You're like, a human, you're a friend, yeah. you're you're also involved with this person. Um so naturally you have you have a right to care about their feelings, their well being, their happiness. Um do you I don't think the the core relationship, sorry, the the main one that's in trouble, I don't think that needs to stay together necessarily. Does it need to work does it need to work out for them? See,
1: he's, he's, yeah, like I don't think, I think your focus needs to be on your relationship and supporting her in whatever way that means to her. Mm. Like the 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 key thing for here, um, I think, is where, where this person says, at what point am I obliged to speak up for her and at what point do I need to step back and let her handle it herself? Have you asked her? Whether she would like to handle it herself or whether she feels like she needs a bit more support. Like that's probably, I think
0: that's fair. I think
1: my my biggest point here is I think that communicate with her and support her. It's a love language thing, I think. Support her in whatever way she says that she could be best supported. Because if she doesn't want you to step in, she will think that you're overstepping the mark and talking about things that aren't your issue. But mm. if she's feeling like she's floundering a bit and she does want that little bit of extra help, you know, you could very easily be able to go, okay. Well, if you want, I can talk to, or I can say something when this particular situation occurs.
0: Yep, oh, that's that sounds a little tap on the shoulder, leading with questions, as as Liz said. Um sort of ask your way there and then...
1: And it's hard to sit back and watch someone suffer. But if that person has said to you after you've communicated effectively (laughs) that they don't want your help in that situation, then you know that all you need to do is make sure that your time with her is positive.
0: Mm. And... uh, uh, one it's one thing recognizing that uh you have a feeling or someone else is some xyz um but it's another thing to then act on that um so you can uh, it's very well patting yourself on the back for for saying well, oh, I care about this person that I want but you then then sometimes have to take a step tap him on the shoulder and say hey I like you. Can I
1: help? <laughs> how, yeah. How can I best support you? What What is What is the way in which you would like me in this situation? Yeah. And if that's just Just be there for me when I'm there with you, then that's what you got to do. And the rest of it is you working on your own emotions about how you feel about that situation.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Yay! I, I was really <laughs> nervous about that one it because is, uh, I, this is not I a agree. situation
1: that I'm in. But I think again. It's all about communication, bitches. Like, always. Ding, ding, ding. Always, always, always. Okay. I've recently realized that I have no desire to have sex with my girlfriend. Okay. I'd rather just sleep instead. Okay. I work a night shift, 11.30 to 8 a.m., but on my nights off, she wants to stay up and have fun, and I really just want to sleep. In fact, I don't really want to do anything that's sexual during the night. As soon as we get back to my place, I just want to veg on the couch and be left alone. But she wants to cuddle or wants a tickle or wants a massage and then sex. And I don't and I really don't. Is this normal? Does this spell the end of our relationship? We've only been dating for a year and a half-ish.
0: I understand the you're in different schedules. You're fatigued and sex takes some effort some effort yes some um, particularly if you want to do it right yes uh, you're going to break a sweat so i understand conflicting schedules you're up all night or whatever and you're exhausted you don't want to have sex fine but you've got to you've got to put some effort into the cuddling a little massage maybe there's got you it's not a it's not a, i don't want to have sex so i don't i'm not I'm, dr- I'm withdrawing from all physical contact you've got to still do something there as to how you get around to I don't know. It, it, Read the reader phrase it like I don't want to have sex. Is that all? Is that forever? Forever with your with your yeah, current partner? Yeah, I
1: think you've got to do some soul searching and figure out whether it's I don't want to have sex with her because I want to veg out and be tired, or I don't want to have sex with her. Full stop. End of sentence. Yes. And I think that's. You know, if I, I don't think it's possible and I think some of the most miserable relationships that I've seen are couples that are still together and not having sex at all. And I understand that sometimes sh- schedules, schedules... I never know which one. Yeah. Schedules, schedules are different um, but if there's no sexual desire for your partner that's very cruel to, to, um, to the other partner to have to stay there if your libidos are mismatched.
0: Yes. Um, so while there is understanding on... Uh, conflicting schedules and being and being fatigued. There's you've you've still got to show interest in this person. If you like them, you've still got to you know.
1: Yeah, and I and I implore you to really think about this because one of the biggest regrets of my life <laughs> was I was dating someone who used to work night shifts and they would come home and be really tired and never want to go out out with me. And I know it's not you know we'd still have sex and that's fine, but. Because I mistook... A lot of what they were doing as who they were as a person, not that they were just exhausted because they were constantly doing night shifts. So I was like, well, you never want to do what I want to do when I want to do it without thinking about how that other person must feel. And then when I moved on to night shift years and years later, with you know, without this partner, obviously, um, I was like, oh god, I get it, and I mm. was such a shit. And we actually probably could have worked out <laughs> as a couple if I had have been a little bit more um, understanding of. of The fact that night shift messes with your body. It makes Mm. you complete – you're up when everybody else is asleep. You're asleep when everybody else is up. So I think you need to, again, communicate um, and have a chat about whether you can compromise. And that's the other C word that I really like on this podcast is compromise. Like I think if you um, can chat to your partner and first of all figure out if you just don't want to have sex with her or don't want to have sex at all. Mm. and figure out whether you want to stay in the relationship. And if you do, then sometimes you're going to need to put out when you're a bit tired and sometimes she's going to need to put out when she's a bit tired because compromise. That's right, compromise. Like you've got to make it work for your situation but don't let a shitty situation break up a good couple if you think you're a good couple.
0: I also have a nagging thought in the back of my brain, uh, dear reader, who wrote in that – and not not knowing all the information and motivations for you and your partner – is you saying I don't want to have sex with my girlfriend, is that a placeholder for I don't want to do anything with my girlfriend? Like is it a yeah are you just is sex the word you're using for all for
1: activities? any sort of all or yeah. or
0: most activities? So
1: Do you wanna go out with them? Do you wanna hang out with them? Do you wanna Yeah, that's right. Know? So that
0: there's probably some uh a little painful, tender questions you need to ask yourself, reader, um, first before we go forward. Um, would me yeah I, do your soul
1: searching figure out what your what your want and what your goal is in this situation, and once you've mm. figured that out, talk to her about how you can make that happen
0: that's right, and as we learned in a previous episode, you can 't soul search in an afternoon, so no. go, you go away <laughs> take and some time properly search don't your soul. sit
1: there and go right for the next twenty minutes i'm searching my soul, and we're going to sort this shit out like actually ask yourself over a decent amount of time. What it is you want, and then figure out either how to make that happen together or apart.
0: Yep, agreed.
1: Wonderful. I want your little question, please.
0: Well, the the broad question is, uh, what are some dating tips for inex inexperienced daters?
1: Oh bless.
0: Now, and I struggle don't, to come up with don't a... Don't date. Don't. <laughs> you just no, no, no. Loses, okay. Loses.
1: No, no, no. I will be serious.
0: Um. In re- in response to this, I uh, I found a. a teacher uh, online oh. um, she uh, she got some dating advice from her elementary students oh. little kids <laughs> apparently uh, find someone who can zip their own jacket <laughs> you don't have time for that mess. <laughs>
1: Hey, That's jackets one thing, but sometimes I want someone to zip my dress up because that shit is hard. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. Well, the zap the jacket is a front zip.
1: Yeah, look, if you, you can't do alone. your own front zip, you have problems in life. Yes. Back zips are completely different. What else?
0: Um, the next time someone asks you to marry them, you should just say yes. That's good. <laughs> next night, next time it happens,
1: just <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Oh, I should have had this advice earlier. <laughs> just say yes.
0: <laughs> but as for, but as for advice to inexperienced daters, it's tough to it's tough for both of us to answer because we're experienced. De- what know, it's hard do to- you
1: wish that you would have known yeah, when you were first starting? When you're out.
0: first going, I don't. Yeah. It's probably calm. For me, it's it's probably quite personal to everyone. Uh, yeah. For me, it would be calm down and and just have. You know, you're not a bad person. Be have a, be a little confident. Yeah. You know, show yourself. It's not the end of the world. This is only a girl. It's only a woman. You know. Yeah. The,
1: She's human, just like you. Yeah.
0: Um. So it's pr- maybe start there. Um. If you've if you've landed a date with a with anyone, you've done the hard work. They've already said yes. So, yeah. So from then on, you're on easy street. They like something about you. Your laugh, your looks, your personality, something that they'll Will keep opening the door for you, but um, as to getting to that point, I'm I'm not quite sure.
1: Look, for for being on the date, I've got kind of I've got two main things for being on the date. The first one I think is be open minded. Don't have a set idea of how you think things are going to go because if you have that in your head, you're yes. you're going to line yourself up for disappointment.
0: Same with the person you're seeing as well. Don't um,
1: yeah, don't feel the pressure to you know oh it's the third date so we have to kiss or it's the first date I wonder if they want to kiss or um you know what do we do if we split the bill just talk about it just be like I've got my rule with splitting the bill is always I you know if someone says I've got this I'll refuse and if they say no 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 I'll let them pay but only if I like them Mm. if I don't actually have any intentions towards them I won't let them and I'll go Dutch but be open minded like let the night or day or whenever you are take you where it's going to take you and don't beat yourself up if it either doesn't match your expectations because this is a trial run like That's this right. isn't this isn't marriage on the first date and the second thing is be yourself yes because if you're not yourself, then somebody is going to be attracted to the you that you're not. And it's exhausting to keep that shit up. Mm. So if you're yourself, I feel like it's a win-win situation. Because even though if you're yourself and someone might not like that, then you've automatically weeded out someone who is going to be terrible for you in the long run. That's right. And as much as it might hurt short term, because you're like, oh, I really liked him. He was like so totally cute. Um, you can move on knowing that you've already counted somebody out that's not going to be a good match for you in the long term so don't do the whole mirroring of somebody and saying that you did all the things that they did or you like all the things that Mm. they like if you actually don't like don't be a shit about it and be like "Ugh, i can't believe you like that thing you nerd but like if you're yourself you cannot lose you cannot lose because you're either going to find your own personal weirdo that likes that or you're going to save yourself the heartache of trying to keep that performance up
0: that's right and um don't feel bad if a uh, if a date or several dates don't go well. Um, flip it. I when I bomb on stage, I don't uh, I don't mind because there's a body there that you can examine afterwards for what killed this. So you can yeah. so d- turn bad dates into learning experiences.
1: Yes, um, that's what this podcast is all about. What do we? Yeah, learn? that's right. Like, um, that's our whole motto. Get
0: dating and then come on our show. Um, yes, yeah. so <laughs> tell us how terrible basically. it was. Basically, also uh, don't feel. Uh, f- Ask questions on yeah. a date, um, you'll find uh, people like talking about themselves and that, uh, and you asking them questions will make them feel important and that it also gets you off the hook for talking yourself well, if you're worried about that.
1: A lot of people who are anxious tend to talk too much about themselves, so make sure that you ask questions. Yeah, and in. the big thing, don't feel like you have to date. Yes Like Yes I spent so much of my life feeling like If I didn't have a date I had to find a date To someone to go out on a date with And that messed me up And if I had been a lot more happy with taking the dates as they come rather than feeling pressured to find one yes I think a lot of the dates would have gone more smoothly because I would have been more keen on actually going on.
0: <laughs> you would yes love and romance is a marathon it's not a sprint exactly. we're not in a race here no. ladies and gentlemen no. to, um, to get hitched or whatever and the look, end goal they say is it's for
1: you. a numbers game and looks technically it is but sometimes you've got to take time out to date yourself. Even if that's only a week of just taking yourself out to dinner or getting to know who you are and what you like because if you don't know who you are, then you can't let somebody else know who you are to love you. And there's an
0: extension of that. yeah, uh, Don't annoy people in the dating pool unless you've got most of your s- sort of stuff s- sorted out. Uh, um,
1: I don't agree with that one. No,
0: no, I didn't I don't mean in a sort of mental health yeah. ed, but know why you're there, I well, suppose. Yes, yeah. have intentions. Yeah. Don't
1: go don't go saddle other people with your baggage if you're not actually ready to do that.
0: Yeah, that's what I that's more what I meant, sorry.
1: But yeah, oh no, don't apologise. I just was like wanting to get it out there that nobody's mental health is ever a hundred percent right. Okay. So if you wait until you're completely sorted out yeah. then sometimes you'll never ever <laughs> date will happen, ever. Yeah. But also, don't feel like it's somebody else's job to sort your mental shit out. That's your job. So I think no matter when or when you date, as long as you're acknowledging that you've got shit that you need to sort out and it's a lifelong journey.
0: Bingo. Hooray.
1: I so think we've a, covered it. There's
0: a spread shot of, of um, early dating advice for oh, you. Oh, bless. And also, readers.
1: don't forget, everybody, if somebody asks you to marry... Just say yes. Yeah. Just say yes. <laughs> just say yes. It'll save you a lot of trouble <laughs> in the long run. That's right. <laughs> so next time you get a proposal, guys...
0: Yeah, when it happens, it just every week. It, yeah. ha- it must happen to you, right, Liz? Yeah. Someone's proposing every day, non-stop. day,
1: practically. <laughs> I'm like sitting there with a baseball bat, just batting that shit we'll out of left field. Just say
0: yes next time yeah. and that'll all stop. <sighs>
1: Man, if I had only known Alright, we have been on Ghost of Boyfriends Pass and an Ask Liz and Tom episode, come back next week for one of our maxi-sodes I don't know, it sounds like maxi-pad, I don't like it Come back for our main episode where we chat to somebody about their dating stories of love gone wrong or right, if I let Tom get one of his suggestions through one day We'll see. One day. One day. You can see us on all of the socials or you can find us on that'snotcanon.com forward slash past. if you want to be a guest. And um, guys, just, just say yes. Just,
0: just say yes. Just yeah, say
1: that's yes. That's the advice. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra.